everybody, welcome back to Kira's Kingdom, everybody's favorite podcast about Death Note. Hey, I'm Riley, and I'm here with Mo Diggity. Oh no, oh wait, so something seems to be wrong. What's wrong, Mo Diggity? Oh no, I'm, I'm feeling fine. My head's not like ripped off my fucking top of my shoulders, so you know I'm doing good. Fuck you. I needed you to be clever for one second. I had faith you you would do it, but you didn't. Well, I think you I think you thought that in your mind you were being clever, but to me it just seems like you just pitched a bad bit and I had no idea where no, you go. No, 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 no. The bit was good because Mo, do you remember the scene? Do you remember what happens in Kira's Kingdom, the TV show, on this episode? Uh yeah, I do believe I do, sir. Whereas Demigawa introduces his new subjects, they all die one by one. Uh huh. That, that's that's what that's what I was going for. I was hoping you would remember that and be like, "Oh, I'm having a heart attack," and it'd be funny. I'm sorry. Maybe you should like not do those little jokes anymore without my prior knowledge, so I could actually. Well, maybe do you should well. stop smoking so much weed, and then you would no, think about these things. No, fuck that shit. No, no, no. Yeah, you're going to try and bust my fucking balls for being baked the other day. Because everyone busting your fucking balls to the fucking wall. No, no, no. At this point, it actually doesn't doesn't matter if you're based or not, because all the brain cell death has already fully come to pass. You might as well just be based all the time. Shit, man. We managed to, like, squeeze out one last abortion before they destroy Roe v. Wade when, when you aborted... Uh, the last episode of Lars' Shift of Galaxy. Listen, we, listen we, we ended up with a great episode. <laughs> Me and Demi Gloom found an Egyptian guy, and we had a very productive conversation. We did. That did happen. Which, which speaking of Demi Gloom, she's here today as our special guest. Hey! hey. Oh no, so, something's wrong with Demi Gloom. What's going on? <laughs> I don't feel so good. <laughs> But anyway, folks, welcome to Kira's Kingdom. Um, and we're going to talk today about some fucking Death Note. Specifically, Death Note episode 31, Transfer, which aired on May 15th, 2007 in Japan. Uh, the episode director is, I don't know. Oh, wait, there it is. Hisato Shimoda. Um, all right, let's talk about Transfer. So, uh, we get a little, we get a little mellow cameo uh, to start the episode off. Uh, Mello is in a uh, Japanese airport uh, where he's uh, peeping in on the Kira's Kingdom broadcast, uh, where Demigawa and his goons are attacking the SPK. Uh, Demigawa starts giving his goons orders about who's going to go when and who's going to break the, because he doesn't want. He doesn't want the SPK to be able to slip out undetected uh, undetected, because everybody's attacking at the same time. So he starts kind of trying to give battle plans to avoid that. But uh, the mob really isn't getting the memo because they all want to (laughs) be they all want to be the first wave. So they just all go up there. And they just start beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, they're fighting over it physically. So the raid has failed even before it's even began, before we can even pull the first fucking mini boss and other mobs. Uh, the raid is already fucked up. That's a little bit of World of Warcraft yep. humor for you guys. Yep. Uh, World of Warcraft, not a good game. That's a fucking great game. Fuck you. World of War. <laughs> Tip for World of Warcraft players: the air outside is much fresher than the disgusting it's, bo air in your room. It's it's really not. If you ever step outside in a major city in the, in America, 
It smells like pollution. Like straight up smells like pollution. You're better off getting like an aquifier or like I, I'd an say World of Warcraft players also smell like pollution. <laughs> Bitch, you are the pollution, you fucking normie scum. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you, you fucking when the revolution starts riley i'm putting you on the wall hey what hey don't don't say that about me you son of a bitch you son of a bitch i see that you're not as stoned as you were the other day i'm not i'm not stoned at all oh bullshit i hear it in your fucking voice no, no, like no, you're no, like i'm just tired, just, I'm just tired. Oh, okay, okay. So you're just fucking super <laughs> tired then. All right, yeah, all right, just, all right. just a little sleepy. Uh, but because uh, it, it sounds like you're wicked baked, but not as baked as you were the other day. Yeah, no, I don't think I'm baked at all. Yeah, you sound like it. I'm on to you. I mean, maybe I get because I literally there's no way because I literally took like one. One hit from mostly dead pen. Like, I got one tiny puff of smoke, and that was, like, eight hours ago. There's no way it's still affecting oh, me. Oh, all right. All right, I got you, I got you. I believe you. Now, now you're making me doubt it. I'm like, am I high? That's, that's, that's impossible. Like, this is, this is kind of like, you know, I'm like, I got to be Ishikawa here for a second. I got to go search your room and all that. And I got to be sure. <laughs> you know, I got to be sure. Like, I just suspect. I, I wish that I wouldn't think that you were stoned right now, but... I suspect you, just like I really your want to believe you're not stoned. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of my shenanigans. So anyway, uh, so uh, Misa's watching on her laptop screen, ready to, you know, shitty got me eyes it up the moment Nier has to exit the building. Um, and we cut to the task force headquarters, uh, where uh, Light is contacting Nier, and he's like, well, Nier, you better evacuate, you know? You gotta get out of there, buddy. Um, <laughs> and Nier immediately snaps back with, you got a lot of nerve saying that, considering you are Kira. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, he pretty much just figures it out. Like, yeah, you know, second light, second L is Kira. Yeah, he, he's making that assumption at this point. Uh, and so stuff's, stuff's happening. Uh, they're in trouble. Um, Nier kind of starts talking to the Japanese task force like you know with all these circumstances with the circumstances behind this attack if you don't fucking believe that the second L is Kira at this point you're dumb that might be a, a lot of that might be in the later conversation but um, he kind of says something akin to that here as well um, but uh, so the protesters are uh, they're gonna get in there they're gonna fuck up Nier and the gang but then something, something, something a little strange happens. Some money starts just raining out from the sky. Yeah, free money, and then everyone went fucking ape shit and forgot their fucking job. They're like, yeah, fuck everybody you, was like, fuck, fuck with, fuck Kira. We want money. Uh -huh. This is much better. So the mob and starts freaking out, including Debbie Gawa, and they're all like, let's go to the money. Let's get the money. Money. Money, 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 money. That shot with, like, where he's fucking, he has, like, a giant armful of fucking bills while he's in the helicopter. He's like, go up top where all the money's coming from. I'm like, oh, yeah, you fucking bastard. 
Then again, <laughs> I would do it if I could. I, if I could, I would. And we figure out this is all according to plan for Nier. He knew that the police would have to respond to such a riot like this about the money because it wasn't about Kira. So it goes, it's not against the whole don't take action against Kira law. So the police mobilize to deal with the mob and the SPK disguise themselves as policemen and escape the building. And they got masks on so Misa can't see their face. So Nier and his buddies successfully escape. Now I love dun, this dun, plan. Dun. I I adore this plan. It's really great. I, I I it made me happy the first time I saw it, and I still think it's pretty good. I like how it's literally just Tim Burton's Batman. <laughs> That's what the Joker. Oh did. yeah, it pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> this is the fucking parade Joker parade scene where they just fucking just start throwing out fucking handful of handfuls of cash. And then after Batman shows up, they just gas the shit out of the fucking place and kill everybody. Well, mostly everybody. Nier is the Joker. Well, he's got the Joker smile, that's for sure. He said we live in a society. Oh, God, he did, didn't he? I did. I don't think he did. That was a joke. Did he say oh, that? I thought he said something about, oh, yeah, of course they would. Society, I think so. I don't know. I think he it might say something like, about society before he throws the money, or like right after he throws the money. We live in a society. <laughs> I have to imagine we're like the 80th people on the internet to make this comparison. Let me look up near Joker and see what I find. Oh, God. You know, I hate to say this, but like people are, they're turning the Joker into cringe. And it really fucking sucks because there's a bunch of really, really good Joker. Like, it's it's like you get a good writer and a good director and you give him like, you know, you allow him to flourish and uh, allow his vision to take root. Right. And the second that the fucking mob of fucking talk hot topic fucking douchebags started like seeing, you know, one little quote that they like, you know, like, uh, you know, we live in a society or why so serious and, and all why that shit. So serious. Oh man, the uh, I think one of the worst things that come out of that entire fandom are all of the YouTube and TikTok videos of people who cosplay as the Joker, and not a single have ever gotten it like right. It looks like shit. Like they just they they have they 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 lack the the final big touch of the uh, Joker. Like he's a fucking psychopath. So you know. Everyone wants to have the makeup like on point. They want it to look good, but they need that. I've, I haven't been asleep for like fucking five days. Look in order to really, you know, like you're you look like you're about to fucking crack at any I don't second. Think you should look. expect it out of every TikTok person to get the Joker cosplay. Perfect. Well, no, no just not like... just tic, not just TikTok, like pretty much the entire Internet, man. Anyway, Demi, do you want to close your FL Studio tab and add to this in any way? I, I don't have anything to say. I'm paying attention. <laughs> I'm very much present. I just, you know, this is a great conversation between Riley and No Diggity uh, and not Demi Gloom. How do you feel about Joker memes and Joker culture? Uh, I thought they were funny for a while. Like, ha ha ha, it's, it's literally Joker or like Jover. Like, that shit was funny. But I um, love Jover. <laughs> I, I adore Jover. That, that was a running joke between uh, me and Patrick for a while, too, as I explained that term to him, and we would just, like, say it to each other a lot. There's I think also it's a pretty obscure Jover. term. 
Yeah, it, yeah, uh, yeah. He had never heard of it. I had to explain it to him, but once he understood the concept, he found it very amusing, and we just started saying it to each other a lot. Who was the the fucking guy that went like overdosed on red pills and became a fucking uh, Joker, fucking white nationalist, like on a uh, on a uh, the fucking uh, Omegle? Oh, um, uh, Gypsy Crusader. There you go. Yeah, fucking Gypsy Crusader. Dude, I watched, like, hours of his shit until I find found out, like, because I thought it was a fucking troll, right? Because, like, dude, he like, the shit that he would make people do, like, the Roman salute and everything, like, there was that one video of the two just looking at each other for, like, about three or four seconds, and then in unison, it was like, Jesus fucking Christ, what the fuck is going on here? And then, like, <laughs> I read his backstory. And uh, I was like, God damn, dude, like uh, this dude lost his job and then lost his fucking marbles and started painting up his face like he's the fucking Joker. He was like literally the real life Joker. It's fucking insane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's in jail now for some reason or another. I don't know why, but I don't remember why. But uh, yeah, that's a thing. possession as a probation violation. Oh, shit. Um, he what was I going to say? He like. There's one like really funny clip of his that what that I found funny before I knew he was a a troll, and he was like, it was like he's on Omegle right, and he's like the not you know he's Nazi Joker, and then he sees this guy with a fucking like uh USSR flag in the background, and he was like what's what's up you communist piece of shit, and he's like whatever, and he was like um, uh, and the, the dude like couldn't speak English, he was like niat or whatever, he was like he was like do you like the Jews? And then he was like, "Nyat, no!" And he like shakes, shakes his head. And then he like, sl- and then like he like slowly like Gypsy Crusader like slowly looks down. And he's like, "White power?" as a question mark. And then he's like, "Yes, yes, yes." And then they like become like best friends. It was oh really my funny. god! I think I've seen that one. It's so <laughs> fucked up, man. Like, dude, our society is just so fucked up, man. There's just no, there's no repairing it. There's nothing. I th- I think we're I think we're beyond the point of like saving. Yeah, probably. Probably. Hi, I'm, I'm Riley. Is- I'm jumping in now. Hey, hey, hey! What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh, that's terrible! Please never do that again. Hey, <laughs> fuck you! That was <laughs> fuck you. Uh-huh. Fuck your mama, bitch! I'm d- I'm just sitting here thinking about like fucking Joker character. <laughs> Like I I know Mo, you've you've gained a recent uh, respect for uh, Pod <laughs> Awful. Are you at all familiar with the Santa Cruz Joker? Uh, no, I don't think I am. It's just like some guy in Santa Cruz, California, who's just like an awful person, and like he would dress up as the Joker and make YouTube videos, and he was like, but before Jesse had merch, he had the Santa Cruz Joker. That was like the oh guy his God. whole show was based around. Is this a real person? Yes, just some guy named Harlan who would dress so up he... as the Joker for YouTube videos, and it was just like an awful person in a huge lol cow. And Jesse from Pot Awful just made fun of him all the time. Was he kind of like Goose Wayne, but the opposite? <laughs> I suppose you could say that, but it's not. <laughs> Wouldn't that but be it's not... No, no, Goose Wayne. Like... No, no, no. Goose Wayne was ironic. This was not. Goose Wayne was fucking weird, man. Goose Wayne was like half ironic. He definitely enjoyed putting on that Batman costume and doing weird shit too much. I think it'd be really funny if him and like Goose Wayne were like arch enemies in real life. 
Then that'd be pretty funny. Do either of you remember uh, Riddle My Ass Batman from the PCP? No. No, I don't <laughs> think so. That's pretty good. Man, Goose, a... what? Sorry. Uh, Go ahead. I was saying it's a, it was a, a, vo- a recurring voicemail bit from when they first started voicemails. Was this guy would call in with a Joker voice and make like <laughs> stupid toilet jokes, <laughs> and he was he was called Riddle My Ass Batman. Riddle My Ass Batman. <laughs> but uh, so Goose Wayne. Uh, the last time I checked out Goose Wayne, he was like doing the entire fucking talk so- show circuit, right? Like internet talk show circuit. He had, I think he was on a Doctor Phil's show. And then he was on Dick's show, and then he came on uh, the Kill Stream a few times before it went all like fucking fruit loopy. And uh, Ethan Ralph uh, helped him like get his start on D Live, right? And he wasn't a month on D Live until he started going. D Live needs more rules against hate speech and all these other bad memes. And oh, I'm yeah. fucking and then, Yeah, and I was about to say, and then he started fucking like losing his fucking, uh, you know, like his fucking viewer base because he was all like, we need to censor speech on the internet. And then, like, the next thing I know, he's not streaming anymore, or I don't know where he's streaming these days. Fucking coach, probably on cozy.tv complaining about the fucking freedom of speech they have. I don't like all these Nazis on Cozy.TV. Like, you need to get the fuck out of here and go to YouTube like a normal person. Yeah, why are you on Cozy.TV if you don't want Nazis? I mean, we actually have no idea of, like, Goose Wayne's actually on Cozy TV. That's just, we're just being stupid and naive. Why don't you be on DLive if you don't want Nazis? Oh, DLive fucking sucks so much. DLive had a lot of promise, and I think, like, Nick Fuentes and Ethan Ralph and a few of the... People that had the N-word proudly displayed in their fucking titles, and it happened a bunch. It really, uh, really... Uh, I wish I could justify site. saying the N-word on the internet, but I just can't do it. What do you mean you can't You can't justify <laughs> it? Or you? I can't, I can't justify it because I don't want to lose out on future career opportunities. Oh, damn. Because it's like I've, I've stated my belief that saying the N-word in a comedic context with no real... Uh, negative racial intent is totally acceptable and do it all you want. I just don't want to do it because I don't want it to come back on me. I disagree, but I, I don't... I see what you're saying. I don't think it's inherently racist for a white person to speak the N-word out loud. I just think it's um not the best thing to say. I will, I will, I will sing it in any rap song, though. If I'm ever... If I'm ever coerced into singing along with a rap song in a podcast, I will not censor the soft A-N word at the rap hey, song. Riley, stupid. would you like to join me in song? How <laughs> many as, brothers as long as you say it, too. <laughs> as long Peace as you... Peace Young. Okay, we'll, we'll sing the lyric in three, two, two one. one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> you, you didn't do it either. That's what I but you didn't, thought. But you didn't do it either. We're you both, both have no balls. How many brothers fell victim to the thoughts? Rest in peace, young nigga. I'ma keep it in my thoughts. Be a lie. If I told you that, things have gotten better. My nigga, I'm a virgin forever. And I find There we go, folks. Here lies <laughs> Riley's career. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. over. I don't even think the soft A N word is really cancelable. Uh, it 100% is. Well, well, maybe by, like, crazy people, but I don't think they really go after the soft A N word, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as long as you're not saying it in excess. 
<laughs> I think if you're like, uh, like, like if they hear you say like the soft day N word, they're not gonna be like, Whoa. I think if you're on like K pop Twitter, maybe who knows? People freaked the fuck out when they found out Joji said the soft day N word, they didn't even know that he said the hard R, too. Dude, fucking, did you know that fucking ninja said it like a handful of times? Like all the big, like, you know, one percenter streamers like uh, Amaranth and fucking Pokemane. Uh, Pokemane. And uh, fucking ninja and shit. All these guys fucking drop fucking you know like a uh, soft a n bombs like throughout their career, and they've never really gotten in trouble for it. It's because they don't like try to hide it. The thing is, like, if you they want to, when somebody gets canceled, it's almost always because they were exposed by somebody. Whereas you you can pretty much admit like pe- celebrities admit to having done horrible shit all the time, but it's only when they're like exposed and like revealed that it actually matters to anyone, because it's like you know headlines and clicks. You just have to you have to be in a degenerate part, enough part of the internet where nobody cares. Like you have to have fan bases akin to something like the PCP or like Monkey Jones, where they could say the N word and nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, my problem with that is that uh, I'm making, I'm working on leftist commentary content, so... Unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, famous quote from Munchie for the PCP, get on the ground, you fucking nit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, the, the one holding the sword during the lecture series? Yeah. Yeah, dude, uh, fucking uh, pay money, <coughs> pay money wubby, and send the N-word a lot, and... <laughs> <laughs> fuck sorry something in my throat yeah pay money wubby said the n-word a lot and uh he had drumsy one of my favorite fucking youtubers vr chat streamers uh he had him on there like he's like 15 seconds is seconds in the video and he just blurts out hard r bomb and it made fucking drumsy so fucking uncomfortable it's so goddamn funny i remember what video it is but it was like from a few years ago yeah, man, it's kind of crazy, like, how everyone used to uh, just uh, drop fucking N-bombs like crazy. And they kind of still are sort of testing the waters, because the second that everyone, like, gets over this, uh, I don't know, like, if you call it, like, a, the latest uh, social trend of liberalism or whatever, as soon as the pendulum starts swinging a little bit uh, farther from the left, I think people will start fucking, like, you know, getting a little bit relaxed again and probably start trying to drop end bombs and stuff for controversies and sakes and clicks sake. Now, how do you think light Yagami feels about the N word? Oh, I I'm sure he has no opinion. He's probably like a male feminist and hates maps and, and, and all that stuff. Not that that's a bad thing. I meant to say MRAs, not maps. I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> it was like, wait, man, I'm working against myself here on my own bit. So like, Mo is trying to negatively describe someone, and one of the negative things he said is that they hate maps. Take take notes, people. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you. That was fucking accidental. I didn't exactly mean to say that. I was, I was thinking maps, not merps. I was actually thinking merps. That's why I fucking said maps. Mo Diggity thinks that I'm is a, a negative moron. quality to not hate. Shut maps. the fuck up. You're a lying fucking sack of shit. <laughs> yeah. No fucking nail to and a he's fucking also cr- bald at nail 47. maps. I'm not bald or forty seven. Nail a map to a fucking cross, like in fucking New Vegas. Okay. <laughs> anyway, folks, that was a uh, the good long deliberation about the N word. 
Oh, I did want to say it just uh, came actually, out of nowhere for absolutely no reason whatsoever. I just want to say, actually, I was very sad when uh, uh, Munchie himself uh, did like denounce all of his use of slurs and like private all of his content. Uh, what a bitch, man. It really fucking sucks. It's it's so hard to want to get into anybody these days because after a few years, it's like, you know, it's like a fucking heel turn or a class change or something, you know? Or maybe they really do see those fucking dollars and they're just like chasing the money. Yeah, and it was also set. It was also just like I was sad when I saw the video, but then I became angry when I saw that he was like actively going after archival efforts. Like not not in like a malicious way, but like there was like a, a munchy archive, and he commented like, "Hey, can you message me on Discord?" And then the next day, the archive was gone. So Munchie was like contacting people, archiving his content, and asking them not to. <laughs> Oh, what a fucking dick. Oh, well, there's probably torrents of his shit and all the old school stuff. I'm out sure there. they're still around. The, the lectures are definitely still around, but I don't know about like uh, some of his like more obscure podcasts that he did, uh, which were all very good and very funny. So it's unfortunate they're not easily locatable. Uh, but anyway, uh, so enough about that. Um, so near in the SPK, exit the building safely in their little disguises, uh, which leaves Light kind of annoyed. And I think for the first time, Aizawa kind of notices that, that Light isn't happy about this thing that's good for Kira. Or that's bad for Kira. He's like, uh, shouldn't you be uh, going, hell yeah, fuck Kira. Like, you look so angry like you just lost. Well, again. Yeah, like you just I lost mean, some like sort of conflict. Lost. Yeah. Like, like, Nier just looked at you and said, well, Kira, it looks like I win. <laughs> I don't know if any character would say something akin to that. Yeah, I dun, don't know, dun. man. <laughs> Holy shit, my fucking sleep meds just hit me like a brick. I'm literally going to pass out on the podcast. God damn it! I tell Andrew this shit, too. Why are you taking your sleep meds during the fucking podcast? Guys, I need to go to bed at a certain time, you know? No, All right. don't, don't don't take sleep enhancing drugs during the <laughs> show. I almost said fuck the shut up, Riley. <laughs> fuck the shut, shut the up, up, Riley. Fuck the shut up, man. Give Riley kisses good night, and you know we'll see you later. All right, good night, Demi. I could, I could, I'll finish the show. I mean, how much longer are we? Do we have like We've an hour? We've only been doing it for thirty minutes, so yeah, probably like an hour. Uh oh, this has only been thirty minutes. There's no way. Yes. Well, yeah, we've been talking a lot of other shit too. So, okay. Well, in that case, I'm I'm gonna head out of here. Unfortunately, we're sad. Uh, Riley, you don't owe me three dollars that you offered for me to come on this podcast. <laughs> Thank God, because I probably would have given them to you anyway. <laughs> yeah, I I knew that. I wasn't. No, I wasn't no, no I would have. I, I I was immediately gonna ask you if I could pay you on Tuesday, but I would have given you the three dollars on Tuesday. Were those terms Tuesday. acceptable? <laughs> you realize that I I wouldn't actually accept money for this, right? Like this is, I feel like this is partial. It's not my show in any capacity, but like, I don't know. I I feel like some sort of. I have stakes. You feel an attachment to Kira's an attachment, kingdom. Yeah. It's like, I'm like the, you know, like Kira's kingdom is like my, it's not my baby, but it's like my, my, my niece or my nephew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Occasionally the, Auntie Demigloom will hop in. Auntie Demigloom, you know, show up uh, to the birthday party, give $20 and roll out. You know, that's the kind of, is there a, well, gen is there a gender neutral version of aunt or uncle? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Because like, there's like you know, is there, is there a gender neutral? I've asked this. Is there a gender neutral alternative to uh, sir or ma'am? Um, there are like ones that are like you know, like new, like woke. Yeah, like, you just say, "Hey, fucker," or say, "Hey, bitch," or like you, "Hey, bitch," "Hey, hey, f- asshole." You know, that's a good one. Listen, Demi, I, I just want to say, I don't know how many more times we're going to get you on this show before it's inevitable demise, but you better fucking free yourself up on Tuesday the 31st and Thursday the 2nd, because those are both very important Curious Kingdom dates that I want you to be here for. Okay, d- uh, let me write those dates down. What are they? Tuesday the 31st and Thursday the 2nd, because that'll be the uh, the uh, Death Note movie episode and the series wrap-up episode. All right, cool. I'll be there. Hell yeah. All right. Peace, everybody. Bye. Later. But all right. Now that now that Demi Klum has departed. Uh, oh, no. She had a heart attack. She collapsed. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's too, it's too late. <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> oh, <okay>. So anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Isa was looking at light a little bit uh, suspiciously. Um, so near, uh, quickly gives them a call and lets them know that he made it out safe. And he, he says, Hey, that phone number that I asked uh, the Japanese task force to call, it's reestablished. So, you know, give me a call. Cause you're probably, if you don't suspect him as Kira, if you don't suspect the second L as Kira by now, you're in the long line, you're in the wrong line of work. That's what, that's what near said. How'd you, how'd you feel about that line, though? I thought you'd have something oh, to say. Sorry, I got, like, suddenly there was, like, eight people, like, DMing me, and I, I was trying to respond <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, them. Robin was saying shit in the uh, MoCast group chat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh... Uh, but what now? I said, how'd you feel about that line where, when Nier said, if you don't suspect that the second L is Kira by now, you're in the lo- wrong line of work. Yeah, and it, quite frankly, this should have been said a long time ago. Like, I like my task force, but, you know, they got to go. Well, I mean, to be fair, I'd say Light was pretty convincing in uh, proving his innocence. Like, there was a time when the task force did believe that Light was Kira, but he was able to alleviate those suspicions in a way that they couldn't really question unless they had reason to which this is the first time within this five-year period that they've been given reason to, so... Well, you life's, figure that life's maybe... really fucking were... clever. Well, you know, like, I just... Well, is it clever if everyone around you is, like, a little bit dumber than you are? It's not, or at least well, not that, as that's sharp true. I guess as a little bit are? dumber, but just because Light is so, like, intelligent that they're obviously a level below that, like, fucking galaxy brain shit. But it's just like, you know, the way, again, it's Light is so clever that the way he set things up, they had no reason to possibly suspect him. He he cleared his name in all logical ways. And this is the first time that it's at all been brought into question, because this is the first time they've had any reasonable evidence for it to be brought into question. Well, true, true. You, you do have a point there. Well, so yeah, we'll Light, see how Light was just really good out. at establishing his innocence, but then Mr. Uh, fucking Nier came along, and now it's all in jeopardy. Uh, so anyway, after, after Near contacts Light and the gang tells him that he's safe, uh, he gives uh, them the phone number again, that's a call, um, and Light uh, goes ahead and he stands up and he says, hey guys, you know, I've been thinking about it, 
And if you want to call near, go ahead. Cause you know, I want to cooperate with the SPK. So let's try to clear the air here, run your full investigation so that we can just start, stop this, stop this madness. Cause I'm obviously not Kira and start working together. Um, so, yeah. What a load of shit. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. And then, uh, but light, he's got a plan. He's got a fucking plan. We got a classic death note plan here, boys. And I'm, I'm excited to see it unfold. So uh, Light goes ahead and emails Misa a plan, has her click on a file, uh, which has some instructions. And Misa's kind of like, oh my gosh, he just, he, Light loves me so much and he wants me to be happy. He says, if I do this for him, we'll be happy together forever. Okay, let's do it. And we don't quite get a glimpse of what the plan is just yet. Um, but that's where we're left. Um, so... We get to Aizawa, who actually gives Nier a call and tells him some of the circumstances about how they did have two suspects of being Kira uh, that were cleared by the 13-day rule, but he doesn't want to share who they are because he is still working with the Japanese task force. He doesn't want to just completely out all of their information. But Aizawa leaves in an important detail that leads Nier uh, to pretty much right on the money. Um, Aizawa mentions uh, that the deputy, which by the way, we never mentioned, Chief Yagami got a promotion before he died. He is deputy director Yagami now, or he was. Oh, shit. <laughs> after, uh, after Akitamura died uh, during the Mellow kidnapping, I guess he got promoted to his position. Um, but yeah, deputy director Yagami, uh, he uh, took them on a trick. He said he was going to kill Kira and then himself. Uh, which Aizawa leaving in that detail, uh, once Nier disconnects the call with Aizawa, he immediately makes the connection. Why would why would Yagami say that he was going to kill Kira and then himself, unless the suspect was his son, Light Yagami? So now Nier knows. He's got a name. Yeah. And it is the right name. Yeah, he put that shit together real quick after he had some of the pieces. Not even a lot of the pieces, just like a few things. And then, you know, he just, uh, well, like, I think, I think, uh, Kira or Light, or maybe even if it was Misa, because it hasn't been Misa has been doing the killing lately. I believe it's implied. I don't, they, they haven't really established who's been doing the regular killing lately. But since Light is working with the task force, I'd have to assume it's been Nisa most of the time. Because hmm. Light, like, fucking runs the task force now, so I assume that kind of consumes a lot of his time. Yeah, he doesn't get to have his little death symphony, you know, on roofs with uh, lightning just, like, going out all over the place. Yeah. Hey, he's got to work full-time. This is his job now. Back then, he was just, like, an unofficial fucking intern. Yeah, you Now know, he's, he's a just... real police officer. He was like a little mini death, re- you know, like a little mini reaper. I'm not, I'm not talking about. I'm not, I'm not talking about being Kira. I'm talking about being a police officer. I'm saying he he was just like a little intern before, but now he's like really employed by the police. Oh yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Talk about getting lucky enough to stumble into that job, and you like you don't start from the bottom anymore. You uh, start off with like your own fucking task force. Yeah, it's certainly convenient that Light had such connections to the police. I don't think he would have gotten anywhere near as far as he did without those connections. Because those come up very quickly. That's how he even really knows like what L is on his tail with ori- originally. Yeah. like I, th- I think L would have caught up to him a lot quicker if he didn't have access to police information. Certainly. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, oh, by the way, uh, if you don't mind us going into it, it is a Death Note related tangent, but it is a tangent from this. Uh, we're getting away from the episode, but it is Death Note related. I go ahead. So I wanted to ask you about this again. It's like something that would probably be better for the wrap up, but I feel like I won't remember it if I save it for the wrap up, which is in like a month. Um, so I happened upon some information from an interview with one of the writers of Death Note. And this particular information, I don't really believe it. I think this is kind of like a syndrome of like the writer changing the narrative later. Like, you know, when JK Rowling says that Hermione was black the whole time and the double dare was gay the whole time. Um, uh. Not not in the same realm as that, but I'm saying that's a good example of just like writers. Oh no, uh, no, I, I yeah. just I, I hate that shit so fucking much. Like, dude, I'm sorry, but just because you wrote it, like you don't get to change it after it's written down. If it's not in any of your books, I'm sorry. It's it's not real. Like that's how I feel about it because it's it's it's, it's kind of arrogant for like an author or a writer to do that. Because like dude, you've you've committed everything and nothing's really changed. Public perception of it hasn't really changed. You just like your politics have. And you can't just like retroactively, you know, apply your politics to this yeah, shit. Definitely. But that's we're not what we're talking about here. It's not a political thing. Oh, sorry. Uh, so this is particularly uh, uh, relevant to the character of L. Now, there were two things that were stated, one of which I can immediately prove entirely false. And that's... Um, he said that when when L uh, states the percentage that he believes something, like, you know, he's like, there's a 7% chance that light is Kira and shit like that. Uh, the writer said that the, he was actually doing the opposite, and that's the percentage that he doesn't believe it, which does not check out logically within the show at all, because there are moments where, like, you know, when they ask him how, how much he thinks there's a second Kira, he says he's, like, 90% sure, and that's, like, taken as a fact. So that's just not true. That's just, like, made-up bullshit. Yeah, there didn't um, seem to be anything that actually uh, uh, promote actively promotes that in the show so far. Yeah, like I guess there it makes sense with like light. They were saying like you know when they say when when L said he was seven percent sure light was Kira, he was actually saying that he was ninety three percent sure and that he was seven percent not sure. But that's that's verifiably not true. But the other one that I guess uh, stakes a little more discussion, but I think we'd both disagree with, um, and I'll say it to you now. So. The writer also said that when L said that Light was like his first real friend, that that was a lie. And I don't think that was a lie. You don't think that was a lie? No. You didn't think it was a lie no. either. I mean, sorry, like it's it's all right. So do you do you think that the the that the writer isn't lying when he says that? Or how, how can I think you? The, I, I think the writer might be. It's kind of you forget things about your own story uh, as time goes on, and he probably also wasn't the only writer. So I think he was kind of just like, yeah, that was a lie that L told, but it's like that's not what the narrative was suggesting. Yeah, because like, why why would he just lie about that? But we have no no context. Uh, well, yeah, the, to, the like, idea is obviously, that. and the reason why it was questioned in the first place is because you know. The, the immediate like gut answer would be like, oh, Al is just saying this to get in Light's head. But I don't think that's true. They seemed like friends. Like, it's, even, maybe... it's much more questionable whether Light actually cared about L, but I think when L said, I consider you a real friend, so it'd be a problem if you were Kira, I think he was telling the truth. Yeah, yeah, I totally believe he was uh, telling the truth. So I just, I, I saw some information about that interview, thought it was weird. Um, 
And I figured I'd bring it up. Yeah, I think that's kind of bullshit. Like, both of those things feel like they're not true at all. But uh, anyway, so with the episode, uh, so Eyes of What Contacts Near, which we did talked about, and then uh, fucking Light starts his plan. Misa reads the email. We get some cryptic, like, oh, this is going to be good for me. He wants me to be happy, and we're going to be in love forever. And then... <laughs> And then back at the headquarters, Aizawa does inform Light that he talked to Nier, uh, which Light first asks what they discussed, and then he's like, no, wait, I'm the suspect here. Let me not uh, question uh, what's going on. Um, and then Aizawa asks to resume surveillance on Misa and Light and to search Light's home, uh, which Light is immediately cooperative with. So uh, Aizawa and Mogi, they head over to Misa uh, at Light and Misa's apartment. Um, and we see Misa again in a <laughs> baby hot outfit. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that was so fucking silly. Like, why the fuck is she just like, you know, dressing like this for company? Come on. <laughs> well, she didn't know the company was coming, to be fair. So she was just fucking like dressing all super hot with no one around. Well, I think it's implied this is like just like some fancy lingerie she has. I don't know. Oh well, like, it's just it's fan service. Maybe, we're thinking yeah, too much maybe about she just, it. Yeah, maybe she just we're thinking too much about it. Also, I I feel like it's not out of the question that Misa just dresses like this like ninety percent of the time, just regularly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, Izawa goes to search the apartment. He's quickly joined by Mogi, who says he also wants to be sure that Light isn't Kira, so he's with Izawa on the investigation. Um, so they arrive to Misa, who greets them very happily, kind of like seductively in a way. Yeah, that was a little weird. That was a little awkward. Like when she's like, yeah, Light hasn't been home, so I've been really bored lately. He's like, <laughs> oh, like this shit. She, Misa wants to get railed by both of them at the same time. Yeah, yeah That's all I was thinking that, of as soon as I saw that. Yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus it, Christ. But, you know, it would never happen. He, she's too loyal. She, she just talks like this because she's weird. Um, but so they lie to Misa, tell her that there was a. Uh, there was a uh, bomb threat called in on L. Uh, they assume it's, They say they assume it's just a prank, but they're going to search the house anyway to make sure you know there's no bombs, quote unquote. When in fact they are, of course, looking for uh, notebooks. <laughs> uh, but you know, Light's sitting there and he's like, "Search all you want, because you're not going to find a notebook." So, so now we know that Light's yeah. plan <laughs> is in motion here. <laughs> Some of that um, A-class voice acting from, from America right there. <laughs> <laughs> this this uh this show, as much as I love it, it has some of the it has like a few lines where like this is the worst fucking voice acting I've ever heard, man. God no, damn. I love the English voice <laughs> acting of Death Note. No, no, it's it's great. And I won't like, you know, really complain, but you know, it it was like, dude, if you were if you were to like compare this to like serious animes and stuff like that, you'd be like, dude, this is like, you know, somebody's fucking like a, you know, like side project with his like indie band or, or like indie fucking uh, uh, animation studio or something. But the re but it's really, really good. So I don't really, really, I'm not going to shit on it so hard. It's just funny. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Um, so, Aizawa and Mogi do not find anything in the apartment. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Kira's Kingdom airs, and uh, Matsuda, uh, Matsuda Ide and Light watch at the task force. Um, and Demigawa is soliciting money to build 
the Kira's kingdom. He wants to build a real kingdom, quote unquote. But it's, he's obviously just scamming people for money. Um, and at this point, Light is really annoyed. He's like fucking Demi Gawa. He's just trying to get money now. But I can't really do anything about it because I'm kind of in a compromising position. But then we get a brief flash of some some character we've never seen before that we can vaguely see some green hair on. And his eyes seem to flash like the Shinigami eyes. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, Demigawa is gonna is introducing uh, his new uh, partners on the building of Kira's kingdom, new, Kira's new subjects. And he introduces the first guy. And we, we cut back to this green-haired guy who says, delete, and then writes in a death note. And that guy dies. And then Demigawa kind of nervously is like, oh, well, here's the next guy. And then the next guy also dies. And then the other two die. And Demigawa like, looks at the camera and he's like, please, please save me. Uh, but he is not saved. Because uh, we get a very dramatic... Yes, we get a very dramatic moment of the, the now fully revealed green-haired character slowly walking towards the Death Note, getting his pen out, and saying delete. And then Demigawa dies as well. Oh no, I'm having a heart attack! Ah, <laughs> I'm being killed because I'm on Kira's kingdom! <laughs> yeah, I'm like a corrupt piece of shit, and I thought that he was gonna fucking... Uh, I thought that... I, I knew he was gonna end up fucking dying by Kira's hand in some spot. Because he really is sort of the corrupt uh, piece of gar uh, piece of garbage that Kira fucking fight fights against, right? So like a sleazebag fucking TV executive doing all this shit. You're like, yeah, this guy is going to be on the fucking firing line soon. So I'm yeah, glad definitely. Right. Uh, you yeah, you were right about that, and it is kind of an influential death of the show because Demi Gawa has actually been involved in the plot for quite a while. Yeah, and I thought for you know, like I, I thought way, way back when we first saw him uh, during the uh, uh, the first uh, episode where we saw like them getting the the tapes from yeah, it was uh, the tapes yeah, episode. That's when Demi Gawa was introduced. Yeah, 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 yeah. I figured that he was going to get killed then, but then you know he just didn't die. So I figured he'd have you know he would be his mouthpiece uh, for him, but he let it go to his head. That whole fucking thing, though, was a commentary on megachurches and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, Demigawa's dead, and it seems that some new green-haired person is in ownership of the Death Note. Uh, which, um, after that happens, uh, we kind of cut to an inner monologue with Light, or actually, uh, I believe beforehand, back at the apartment, uh, Aizawa and Mogi uh, let Misa know that they didn't find any bombs. She's safe, but just in case, they're going to leave somebody there to guard her. And then we get a fun little interaction where Aizawa's going to stay, but then uh, Misa gets all like sad. And he's like, Aizawa's like, what wrong? Don't you trust me? She's like, yeah, but you're not the same without the afro. You're not cute anymore. He <laughs> uh, denied. <laughs> so. Aizawa gets sent home, and Mogi uh, stays to watch over Misa. With, like, um, infinite hand jobs, because, you know, Light hasn't been there in a while, so... Nah, the whole room's going to get painted. Yeah. Mogi only has feelings for the stack of paper. He could never accept such advances. Oh, well, see, that's the thing, though. See, Misa knows that she has a sock puppet oh, that's, like, no! designed like a stack oh. of paper. So he's all like, 
oh my god, it's like in my dreams. And he's like, bow, chicka, bow, 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 like, you know, with the sock puppet. It's a little extra, extra weird. There you go. Um, but yeah, so Mogi stays with Misa, Aizo returns to the task force, and after Demigawa dies, uh, we see Light kind of goes into his inner monologue, and we get the plan revealed to us where, okay, here's Here's lights again, like a multi-step plan that I'm going to try to recite in a way that makes sense. Okay, so the instructions that he has Misa read is she's going to forfeit ownership of her death note and send it to this man. And then she's going to lose all memories of her death note and just become a normal woman and not be able to answer any questions about the death note when Aizawa and Mogi are investigating. Which, by the way, I don't know if you noticed this. I'm sure if you did, you found it very amusing. When Light was describing that uh, Misa knew nothing about the Death Note, was now just a regular girl who couldn't answer any questions. They they animated Misa with like a very blank stare, like a really stupid stare, just to make yeah, her look like, like a fucking like, yeah, like a fucking psycho fucking girlfriend stare. That's what I thought. No, it no, was. it wasn't even that. I, to me, it just looked like a uh, like a I'm an idiot stare. <laughs> And then, and then he like with disdain in his voice called her just a just a normal woman. Because <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think he's an incel. No, he's just gay. Maybe he just hates fucking. Oh, his yeah, boyfriend he... is dead. <laughs> but but um so yeah so Misa remembers nothing about the Death Note and the man she sent the Death Note to is a man named Teru Mikami who was a worshiper of Kira. He tried to talk to Kira through television programs, and Light decided to choose him to receive the Death Note because he knew he understood his ideals and that he would be the perfect hand of Kira. So now the Death Note is in, ha- in the hands of this man named Teru Mikami, who we don't know much about yet, but you know, maybe we'll learn more as things develop. Um, we just maybe know he's a worshiper. the next episode. Perhaps. We know he's a worshiper of Kira, and now he has the Death Note in his possession. And that's where things are left. So how are you feeling about our new Kira? Kira number four. Uh, yeah, he, he's he got the, uh, the dramatic swooshes and signings and stuff. And he's he's really, uh, you know, he's very fanatically devoted to the cause of Kira. Because he I think his last word was God. Yes, uh, you he, know, he, he the, yeah, it was God. God. Yes. Yeah, so you know he's fanatical, devoted uh, leader or uh, a, a follower of uh, Kira and the principles of Zikira. So he looks cool. I'm interested in seeing where this goes and all that stuff, just like all the other new characters that got introduced. Yeah, and I believe with that we've seen everybody who's in the opening now. I think Mikami was the last one. I believe so. Yeah, I believe, I believe yeah. we've seen everybody because there was uh, there was SPK members, there was Mellow and Nier, and then there was uh, Mikami. So I think we've seen everybody now. And he's gonna kill them all. He's gonna use the Death Note. He's gonna say the word "delete" a lot. Spo- spoiler alert, Mo. I'm sorry for this tragic spoiler, but d- yeah, get d- used d- to the, the word, word "delete." delete. <laughs> yeah, the, his his words "delete," deletion. Yeah, I think someone like Matt Hardy from like the old AEW TNA days because that was kind of his uh, shtick was uh, he would be a crazy person and he would go, you know, you were marked for deletion, delete, delete, delete. 
And so this sounds like it might be uh, one of the, it might be a, a wrestling call out, I think. It would be cool yeah. if it were. Are you ready to get into our three questions? Sure. All right. So, favorite character? Uh, I don't know. You go first. Let me think about it. Okay, so I'm kind of thinking about it too, right? There's a few avenues I can go down. But, uh, I think... You see, this, is, this, is, this isn't a spoiler, but I guess it's a quality spoiler. I think this may be the only time I'm going to consider giving it to Mikami. So I might just do it. Because, uh, you know, Mikami, Mikami had a good introduction. I, I liked his reveal. I liked how he killed Demigawa. Uh, we got, got introduced to his uh, iconic deletion. Uh, you know what? Uh, Aizawa gets an honorable mention, and so does Mogi. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and give it to Mikami. All right. I'm going to go ahead and give it to, all right. Well, you, all right. So you have anything else you want to say? No, I'm good. Uh, that's about it. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go me. ahead and I'll go ahead and give it to Nier, uh, because he seems to have bounced back from all of his, uh, all of his big setbacks got out of the, the way of the throbbing mob, uh, took all of his toys with him. You know, which uh, I, I would have been like, dude, we can buy you new fucking toys. Leave your shit here, you fucking weirdo. I know you have the thing for the toys and all that, and they help you concentrate and work your mojo or something. But, man, can I just buy you another shit? Because, like, you know, I would have been, like, pissed off about that. Like, dude, stop bringing your shit. That, that just annoyed me. But, yeah, you know, man, with the plan, fucking uh, figure out who Light was. I mean, who Kira was and figured out right the first time it was uh, L. <laughs> and he's got that fucking smile on his face. I think he might he might end up bringing bringing fucking L uh, uh, light down uh, hey. real quick. You know, I thought last uh, last episode it was L, uh, light, one Kira, way. Riyazaki, uh, <laughs> Coil, Denev, Coil. <laughs> Too many damn people. Too many aliases. Yeah, Light has so many aliases now. He's uh, uh, watery. Don't forget watery. He's also you know, watery. I wouldn't be surprised if it's all just a bunch of like genetically modified clones of L, and they all have a uh, like voice box of voice. Well, mod like Mellow and Near are. No, like uh, like uh, watery fucking Mellow Near. You know the whole shebang. They're just like like uh, L clones. And they just have like you know futuristic devices where they just change how uh, how your uh, your perception is. You know what wow, I mean? Mo, you just figured out the whole plot of death, though. You did it. That's the yeah, real I, plot. I, I think I think <laughs> it's just all a bunch of L's. And so like we've just seen L die like a bunch of times, and that wasn't even the original L that we saw die. It was like L number four thousand six hundred forty-seven, or something like that. L comes back to life and defeats Thanos in Avengers Endgame. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> uh, but all right, favorite scene. Uh, favorite scene. I'll I'll go ahead and give it to the ending, the big reveal. And you I, know, I'm, glad, the, I'm glad you did that because I I, I definitely do want to give it to the money, the, the money drop. <laughs> the money drop was a really good scene too. I really like that. Uh, that that's a classic, you know, near plan. It's like a classic Death Note plan, I mean. And so so is the Mikami thing. 
we we got a lot of classic Death Note plans going on in this episode. But yeah, I think the bunny one was really fun. Um, rated out of ten, I'll, I'll give, give it a one. nine. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I'd give this one a nine. Uh, this one, the plot's moving in a good direction. There's a lot of good moments. Uh, yeah, this one's definitely pretty strong. Definitely not a 10, but a 9. Yeah, you know, we got a reveal of a new character, a new Kira Kutcher. Kira Kutcher. Kira Kutcher, Kira-cher. yeah. <laughs> Kira Kutcher. You know, there Kira-cher. we go. <laughs> my favorite, yeah, th- my there favorite you go. character. Yes, this is Kira number four. He's not like one through three. He's number four. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, he's, he's unlike the first three Kiras and that he is the fourth one. <laughs> yes. The only difference is he's the fourth with Kira. He can do all he's, the other ones. He's one. the fourth one, right? There was no others. It was uh, There's Light, Misa, there was Higuchi. Yeah, I think that's it. No, wait. Uh, uh, Light, Higuchi, uh, fucking Misa. Misa. And I think that's uh, it. I think he is the fourth. No, no, no. And, and then didn't didn't fucking Mello uh, write a few names down the uh, death um, note? Yeah, but I don't think Mello was ever Kira. You know what I mean? Well, or maybe I don't think he, he held was, that title. Well, was it? Well, like someone in his organization did it, didn't he? He owned a death note for a time. I'm just saying that I don't think he counts as Kira. Because like okay. he wasn't he wasn't killing criminals to serve the Kira cause. He just killed SBK members to dunk on Nier. All right, yeah, you got a point. Okay. Uh, but anyway, that's about it for our Death Note talk. So, what kind of political tunnels are you sending me down today? Uh, no, nah, just uh, uh, just like you know, uh, just the Roe v. Wade stuff is like getting kind of crazy. Uh, but the memes have been on point. Get this one. I, I love this one. It's this uh, feminist chick who's like, it's terrifying how many people don't know that Plan B has a weight limit of 155 pounds. And it's this fat chick. And uh, the fucking reply to it was like, looks like you should have Roe v. Wade yourself before doing fortication. <laughs> you know, I've just been enjoying that. I fucking love these. I, dude, man. Like imagine fucking Have winning the, the pro choice versus pro life uh, 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 battle with memes. Is that how this all yeah, ends? Pretty, I ho- everything ends with memes. That's how Donald Trump got elected was memes. So, mm-hmm. um, did you see the picture of like the insane, like the really like ugly fat woman on the ground, and she's holding a sign that says, "I'm I'm protesting. No choice for me. No sex for him." And it's Ugh. just like this gross fat woman making a face on the ground. It's like, dude, you'd be you fucking wish there was a dude fucking you right now. There's like, you know, all these people who are like, we're going on a sex strike. Like, these are women that you would never fuck in the first place. No, like, these being are women, real here. No, these are women with like fucking 30 something husbands who have awful lives and they've just settled with this woman to give themselves some semblance of having an accomplishment, that being a wife. And they just oh, are led true, to constantly true. regret it for the rest of their lives. I don't suppose you remember that one woman who had like, a, I think, five or six uh, husbands. And like she got pregnant, but we think it's like the main stud of the group and everything. Everyone else is a cuck. You know, uh, it, it's kind of funny. Like that, the whole fucking shebang was like, dude, this is. 
you know, we don't really need fucking exposés and shit on this. Like, come on. This is just I don't, I don't necessarily say that uh, polyamory is wrong. No, I, I didn't say it was wrong. It was just, it's just weird. And no one really wants to. It's not wrong. It. There, it's there's... just weird. Like the, those gay people, they can do what they want. It's just kind of weird. Hey, that's perfectly fine. If you feel like that, you can't stop people from feeling ways. I mean, calling I, it wrong I mean, will just end up radicalizing them. They'll just be angry with you, and then they'll like pick up guns. You're like, I gotta get this motherfucker for Jesus and all that. So, yeah, those people suck. Those people should be peacefully sunsetted. Well, good luck, because there's an awful, awful, <laughs> awful lot of them. That might be the funniest thing for the kill stream. If, if that's, I, I know it's on the kill stream a lot. I don't know if they came up with it. But I, I do like the term peacefully sunset. Yeah, I, I think that did come from the kill stream. Like, it, it's a corporate America slogan, but it never made its way to the internet zeitgeist until that incident on. Well, I mean, I, I mean, peaceful, peacefully, peacefully sunset as the allegory for, you know, the thing you can't tell people to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, in you tell them to peacefully sunset themselves instead of the other thing. I liked it when everyone was like, all right, made my point. I'm going to sunset myself. All right, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. That was like fucking funny. I always enjoyed those. Yeah, it's pretty good. I listened to uh, I listened to an old kill stream, I believe from like 2018. And it was like it was Medicare and Ralph and Monkey were there and a couple other people. And they talked to this like crazy lady named Corinne. Do you remember this woman? Yeah, Corinne, yeah, the bitch is fucking like an old, like 50-year-old, like is banging fucking 20 and 30-year-old dudes and, and like gold digging a shitload of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they interviewed her on they interviewed Oh yeah, Dick was there. It was funny. They interviewed her on the kill stream and Dick pretended to be a movie producer who wanted Corinne to be in his movie. <laughs> oh god. It was really funny. That chick is fucking weird, man. That 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 must have been that was like the height of the kill streak. You got you got yeah, Ralph, you got Dick Masterson, Monkey Jones, and Medicare, and they're interviewing this crazy woman, and Dick is pretending that he's gonna make a movie about her. And that's why she's playing along, and it's really funny. I'll have to check that out. It sounds funny. Uh no, I don't I don't really have anything really to talk about. Just uh the whole world's burning and I'm just watching it burn. The world is burning. That is true. Um I don't know. Politics, man, are wild. Well, like, you know, like American politics is largely a joke. I mean, take just for for a recently, you know, recently the uh, the advent of dark MAGA and ultra MAGA. I fucking like, love dark not, MAGA. It's so like, funny. Dude, these are not fucking terms that mentally stable people make. And it's coming from our president and his cabinet and his fucking people and his supporters. And it's it's really fucking stupid. Can I can like, I be a dark Bernie bro? Can we start that movement? Sure. Oh god, yeah, I'm <laughs> a dark bro. Get called racist. No, that's why that's why you have to use the full name of dark Brony bro Brody. Fuck, dark dark Bernie bro to avoid Dude, confusion. Yeah, the the shit sounds like a fucking D and D campaign gone really fucking super lame. I love dark Magus so much because it's so silly. It's so fucking stupid. An ultra maga maga. It is stupid, like, and that's why I love it. I, lo I, I love that they just like oh dark maga. Like that's so silly. It's so great. Yeah, it, it's the new Trump. 
that's that's it's really much funnier what it than Drump. Drump was stupid, but Dark Maga Drump was really stupid. It was it was Drump, funny. Drump was Drump was stupid in the not funny way. Dark Maga is stupid in the funny way. Yeah, but it's it it still just makes this whole fucking thing clown shoes, man. Yeah, and that's always what it's been. Trump, the Trump supporters are clown shoes. Well, no, it, it, it's 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 them, but it's also the people like using this fucking terminology unironically and are angry. You know, like fucking like uh, Joe Biden supporters mostly, who are all like fucking dark MAGA people. Like you actually, I don't think I don't think there's shit. a large percentage of Biden supporters that think no, dark MAGA is a real no, thing. No, like ninety nine percent of fucking Biden supporters are full on retarded. Okay, like let's okay, be that's real not here. true. Come on. Oh bullshit! I'm willing to take the fucking Pepsi a fucking challenge on that Biden shit. A lot of people support Biden only support Biden because they don't want Trump in office, and he was the only way. Yeah, and they're fucking retarded. Okay, and that's that's how it fucking no, is. No, they're like, fucking not because yeah, they wanted Trump out of yeah, office because he was bad, and they succeeded at doing that. Yeah, but they got bamboozled, is what I'm saying. Biden is probably better in the long run. Than I don't. Trump. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I'm not really prepared to have that long conversation, but maybe one day we can have it. I can tell you like how everything was better, you know, like kind of not with at least not with Biden in power. Like I would argue that like slightly like the last like couple of years of Obama and a lot and like the entirety of like the Trump administration. Well, like not like a, every like decision or anything, but like it was largely America was so much better under like the the last few years of Obama's and all of uh uh Trump's term. And then ever since Biden got in, it's just been a fucking shit show, like one after another. And what happens when he blunders something and fucks something up? Oh, it's fucking Trump's fault. A blue blue blue. You know, uh, like earlier to earlier today he was uh talking about how like the, the he said dark maga, the maga crowds, the most extremist, most violent of all of them. Like Biden, you're fucking stupid. Anyway, that's 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 my rant. Are, are you are you stable now? Uh, yeah. apparently not. What'd you do? Fall down or something? <laughs> okay, I'm in the green. Hello, oh diggity. Hello, Riley. That's been popping in and off, and I've been trying to like stop the rants, but like you kept dropping in and out, and I didn't know when to stop. So that's why I'm like talking so long. Yeah, no, I just, uh, my internet was being wacky, uh, but... Wacky tobacky. Well, then we yeah, should I probably think, end... Uh, oh, okay, go ahead. I just want to say real quick, I think Trump and Biden are both awful. Like, don't get me wrong. It just, it's it's kind of like a matter of, would you rat... It's like one of those, like, really, like, equivalent hypotheticals where it's like, would you rather lay in a bath of leva juice with cuts on yourself, or would you rather, like be kicked in the balls a hundred times. Like, I don't know. Those both sound awful. <laughs> but it's kind of like you got to pick the one that you think is a little bit lesser and just hope that you're right. Dude, that fucking uh, lying Trump in a was funnier, for sure. Like, I was having a better time when he was in office because there were more jokes. But... <laughs> yeah, even though, like, we kind of was... We were seeing sort of, like, the... The, the, the end of the... Uh, the end of the beginning of the the fall of America, because I kind of think that under Biden, America is pretty much just about to fully fall. I don't know about America fully falling. Like, I feel like that's not. I happen. think so, man. We're doing so fucking bad right now. Have you paid attention to the stock market? 
thousand point dip worse than they they've had uh in the last several years i forgot where i fucking put that goddamn point but it's it's one of the worst in the last few years at the very least i believe well mo you better be buying the dip because we know america's gonna come back from this they always do i don't know if it's gonna be under biden though Who else is going to be under? They're not going to vote Trump back in office. Are you kidding oh, me? Yeah, dude, are you fucking nuts, man? Everything, everyone thought everything was going to change under Obama, and it was like they we weren't right back to like what we uh, were familiar with, and then we did it again with uh, putting Biden in office, man. Yeah, Obama, but Obama got reelected, so so will Biden probably. No, I don't think Biden. I don't think Biden's going to run. He's too unpopular. He's largely unsuccessful. And he's kind of a, he's kind of a goof. Like he's kind of like a goof in a bad way. I think the Republicans, I think what they have to do is they have to find somebody who's not mentally insane, which is probably find a not mentally insane Republican challenge, a difficulty impossible. But I I feel like that's the only way. It'll probably end up being your dude, your governor in fucking Florida, DeSantis. I that's that's what a lot of people. A lot uh, of people uh, have their eyes on DeSantis, like being like the the Republican nod. Like if he goes up against Biden, I think he's got like the best shot out of all the Republicans right now uh, of actually knocking him down, turning him into a one termer. Uh, there's no Democrat that will ever have the balls to primary fucking Biden. So it's not going to be any of them. It's not going to be Yang. It's not going to be Elizabeth fucking Warren. It's not going to be Bernie Sanders. It's just going to be. Ber- I think Biden. Bernie. I think ha- Bernie has the balls to try. Like he's not going to succeed, but he definitely has the balls to try. And I'd love I, to I see that movement. It. I hate to say it, I don't think so. The bummer about you Bernie, really don't think Bernie's going to try. No, like the bummer about Bernie is uh, he's good at starting out and like going on the campaign trail and all that. But the second that he like uh, gets a lot of pushback. Uh, he folds like a fucking ton of bricks, man. Or a, That's a not fucking true house at all. In a house of like, he folds like a house of cards in the fucking rain, dude. You're fucking wrong. No, I'm not, man. And he's all like, buddy, buddy. He refuses to attack people, uh, like unless it's like a Republican. Oh yeah, but, but it's a requirement like, that you attack people. Okay, guy who voted for Donald Trump. I really trust your opinion on that. No, he, he no, lets he psychos really, in office. Yeah, that's all we have are fucking psychopaths in office. And we, yeah, except for Bernie Sanders, who could be in office no, if we no, got no, our heads no, out no. of our asses. Well, well, yeah, true, true, true. And I did I did vote for Bernie, like, in the primaries, like, back in the day in 2016. Uh, yeah, man, I fucking voted for Sanders. It was between him and Rand Paul. And fucking Rand Paul got fucking, uh, he lost. So it, my only choice was fucking Sanders. I, uh, yeah, it was Sanders. Yeah, yeah, that was my only choice, and I wanted to vote for him. But like, you give me a choice between Joe Biden and Hillary and Trump, then I'll fucking pick Trump and you know fight like hell to fucking stop all the stupid shit that he'll do because that seems to be the better choice to do anyway. I mean, going up against Congress and the Senate and the the House and the Senate doesn't seem to do anything. Uh, you know, by itself. So, well, I mean, that's that's not true. What I was going to say is, uh, uh, we we just I, I think what we do have to do is just fucking fight harder. I don't think we're fighting hard enough anymore. Everyone's grown tired, weary, and complacent. 
honestly, I kind of, I kind of for the memes want Trump back, just for the memes. Oh, the memes and stuff are got here, but you know, we gotta now think like we have all this bullshit we gotta deal with right now. Like, do we do we just vote for the lulls, or are we gonna like, are we gonna try and hold like the next like the other guy accountable for all this bullshit? Well, I don't know if we will. What do you though. mean? Because if it's Trump or Biden, then I'd assume you would be Trump, right? I really, really, really don't want to. But uh, like, there, there's uh, there's a plan B, which is to just not vote at all, and that's a oh, strong yeah, that'll, consideration. That'll be really successful. Oh yeah, it'll be very successful. I didn't put the fucking problem in the office, so you know, go me. Well, yeah, it's not like I live in this country that I have to live in, so I should probably make an informed voting decision based on what I think is uh, the lesser evil. But you know, yeah, no, but I don't, okay. I don't believe in that concept of lesser, the lesser of two evils, man, because it's still evil, and you're not. Yeah, but anything. if you, you're, it, there's no other person that's going to get into office. So if you, you as an American, want to live the best life you can. It's kind of your obligation to research both candidates and pick the lesser of two evils. I don't need a government or like a candidate or a president to to do that. I'll just do it anyway. That's not how it works, though. The president that, runs the that country. Is, that is how it works. You know what happens? If I don't vote, my life doesn't change. If I vote, my life You still have to change. deal with whatever Nothing president changes. gets elected. I just largely ignore that, though. Like, if there's, like, another, like, edict or decree, I find ways to work around it. Or, you know, if I really fa feel like it, I'll probably break the law. I mean, I've done that with marijuana usage for, like, 20-something years. What makes, you know, anyone else think that I'm not going to pick and choose what laws I feel like fucking, uh, you know, following, you know? It's not, like, bad laws or anything. I'm not, like, a, a criminal criminal. I'm just a little bit of a one, you know? I'm just, I just, I'm just a little bit of a, a legal person. Yeah, see, I, I just there commit you go. a little bit of the crimes. <laughs> like you know, like hey, you know, like being for real. Like uh, if, like, say there was an illegal immigrant crossing the border, I'd probably help them to safety. You know, if like I have no money and no prospect of having a job, I'll steal a sandwich from a fucking Walmart. Yeah, it, it's never morally reprehensible to steal from a corporation. Well, no, it totally is, and that's just the cope that we fucking tell ourselves to justify not scanning everything at the self-checkout lane. No, but still, it is. It is. It, it is, is literally never morally cope. reprehensible. They no, can. It, it's a cope. They can recover. They can recover the loss. Nobody gives a fuck. They're fucking mega corporations. They don't deserve any of the shit that they have. Fuck them all. Rob your Dude. local Walmart. <laughs> Commit yeah, I, shoplifting I just, no, at your like, local Walmart. Hey, all I'm saying, and I'll end with this, I do think that's cope, but it's cope that we all share in. I have never shoplifted from a Walmart, by the way, and that is genuinely a fact, but I do not I, think I, it I is. Have, I have, I have uh, shoplifted several, several, several times from Walmart. Oh, I'm trying Sorry. to... Come on. <laughs> oh, what are the, the cops going to do? Like, travel back in 2004 and fucking arrest me then? Yeah, what's the statute of limitations on shoplifting? One million years in the <laughs> in, in the cubes. Twenty years in the cubes, creep. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, rob your local Target, rob your local Walmart, uh, rob your local. Uh, hmm, what are what are some other if, mega stores? If, 
If you're in Kmart. California, if you're no, in no, California, Kmart, they don't don't rub Kmart. They're 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 kind of having yeah, trouble. Yeah, they, they, they have a hell of a time. <laughs> they're having a hell of a time right now. Stores are just closing everywhere. Kmart in 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 like the next like five years won't be a thing. That'll be a, like a sad little thing of a uh, like a sad little note in history. Like uh, you know, K- Kmart, Walmart, J.C. Penney's, like these uh, these mega resale stores, which were like a whole foreign concept uh, for people. You know, like back back in the day of the turn of the last century. You know, you had J.C. Penney and all that, and this these were iconic names. And uh, Kmart, even though it's more iconic in the eighties and the nineties that people remember, even in the sixties and seventies. You know, when that shit was around, it was super, super iconic, right? To see Walmart and J.C. Penny fucking fall to the wayside, it kind of is like a little bit of a, a of old school American history is dying, and it's not for like the Walmart. What the fuck? No, no, I'm not talking about Walmart. I'm talking about Kmart. Walmart hasn't fallen at all. Shush, shush. Let me finish. I'm talking about like Kmart and J.C. Penny. You know, because those were like brand, like uh, it was uh, the the uh, oh, what the fuck am I trying to say? Uh, the pull yourself up by your bootstraps and make a fucking store in the corner of the fucking mall, and then all of a sudden, you know, your store goes from like little fucking hole in the wall to like fucking J.C. Penny size after a few years of hard work. That's that's what those kinds of stores represented, and J.C. Penny is is in practically you know, every major movie, you know, from like the turn of the last century, uh, century up until like, I think when it closed in like 2007 ish, eight ish, maybe even sooner than that. I don't know. I'm rambling about old Americana history. Give it about that. <laughs> Shit. Hello. Ahoy. Ahoy. Okay, so it's obvious my internet is fucking collapsing. Uh, so just all right, just, let's just hawk our shit real quick and get yeah. out of here while you have a chance. Yeah, that, that's true. I just want to say final thoughts. I'm sorry for uh, briefly argue with you, Bo, because you did say Walmart when you were describing uh, stores that were at a downfall. Uh, oh was- yeah, my my bad. I, I I I didn't mean to. I thought I was separating my thoughts a little better, but I didn't. But all right. Thank you all for listening. Uh, Mo, where can they find you? They can find me at twitter.com forward slash MoSideGaming42, where I got pins with all my stuff on there. And check out twitch.tv slash MoDiggity, trying to get to a thousand followers. Come follow me on there. And uh, patreon.com forward slash MoSideGaming. Let's rock and fucking roll. No, no, no. Fuck all that shit Mo just said. The real place you could find Mo is YouTube on the Mo Show. Which is the best oh, thing yeah. that Mo has ever made? <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm I'm working on uh, episode two. I wanted to do it yesterday, but I was falling asleep at my desk, and I had no idea what to fucking talk about. So uh, well, Mo, I'll figure I'm... out what I'm do- I'm figuring out what I'm doing, and it took for fucking ever. Like, dude, it took all day plus a few hours to upload that 17 gig fucking uh, video. So yeah. Ugh. I mean, if you connect, do you upload your VOD straight up to a YouTube channel? Yeah. You do? Well, like, well, like I, I, I edited them out a little bit, and I tried to no, put no, some no, shots. No, 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 
Okay, th that's fine though. What I'm saying is, if you don't just do a direct export, then just connect your Twitch to the Mo Show YouTube channel, and then you can just directly export the, the archives from Twitch. Know how to do that? You'll have to show me after this uh, show is done. You don't know how to connect your YouTube account to your Twitch account. Uh, I th I mean, I thought I did already. And you know what? You, I probably, you probably don't have the Mo. Have, but you can I, change I probably it. don't have the Mo Show on there. All right, we'll we'll talk about it later. Anyway, where can they but, find but you? Anyway, Anchor.fm/slash/Charlie make a feed. You're already there. Check out the po other podcasts and check out all the links in the description of the feed for other cool shit that I do. Uh, and that's it. Thank you all for listening. Goodbye. Bye.